Hey, this is Ryan O'Neill from the Danish and O'Neill podcast on the All Things Comedy Network. Did you know that two out of three guys will experience some form of male pattern baldness by the time they're 30 freaking five? Well, the best way to prevent that hair loss is to do something about it while you still have some hair left. Now, you used to have to go to the doctor's office, but now you go to Keeps and you can visit a doctor online and you get hair loss medication delivered right to your door. And they make it easy. They deliver your medication every three months so you can say goodbye to the pharmacy checkout lines and the awkward doctor visits. Also, they use the only two FDA-approved hair loss products out there. And maybe you tried them before, but you've never tried them at this price. Look, these treatments take four to six months to see results, so act fast. The sooner you start, the more hair you'll keep. Now, if you're ready to take these actions and prevent hair loss, go to keeps.com slash ATC and receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash A-T-C. Go. We are the cream of the crop. We rise to the top. Hell yeah. But uh, don't fuck with a pig because a pig is a cop. Exactly. It's episode 27. Yes. We Danish just, and O'Neill. We had to recreate the intro that we did uh, in about an hour ago because our card fucked up in, the, uh, in our recording device. This is a new portion of the show called Behind the Scenes of the Show. So we got to redo everything. We got about five minutes in, so there's some real gold being spun. Yep. And now now we have to recreate that. A lot of people think you do a podcast. It's all pussy and money, but there's also some... A little bit, a uh, very little bit of work behind the scenes. There's a lot of nutsack involved, a lot of sweat on the nutsack. All in my nutsack. Uh, do you want to, you greeted people, new listeners to Big the show. Big thank you to Ari Shafir. He had us on Skeptic Tank. How many times have we been on there now? Uh, four times. Four? For the fourth time. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. A lot of people responded. Seems like, uh, I'd say most of you liked it. Yeah, according, <laughs> according to the transcript that Barbara just typed up, uh, it says that you say next. Uh, I know what I say full next. docket here. Yeah, I know what I say next. We do. There are some episodes where I look at uh, what, what's, what's <laughs> this going is on in the show. We're literally trying to go verbatim <laughs> that five minutes that we lost. Well, it's it's hard to lose five minutes. It is hard to lose five minutes. It's like hopefully uh, this one goes through. You never know. The problem with these, you never know till the end whether you've got anything. You put, you know, it's like you raise a dog, you train it, and then the next thing you know, it's and gone. You put some peanut butter in your dick, yeah. you tell it to sit, and you want to, you get a new dog, and you're wondering if it knows the peanut butter trick or not. If you had to teach it all over again, yeah. Well, well, as I was saying, a lot of episodes, I look at the gun, and the chambers are empty. Not, not with, <laughs> and we're just going on fumes to the end. There are some times where that happens. Sometimes, and sometimes we spin gold out of it. Yeah. But not today, my friends. I'm looking at the notes here, and we got a lot That's to good. discuss. I, I do know that sometimes we we don't hit our stride till maybe 50 minutes into our one-hour <laughs> podcast. I just heard uh, from Josh in Australia, his new favorite segment is after the show. <laughs> 
We got plenty after the show for you, Josh. Which I said it blows away during the show. It's the new sensation. <laughs> and from now on, after the show starts exactly at the one hour mark. <laughs> uh, big story we got to talk about right out of the gates. MMA world. Tim oh, yeah. Kennedy. Uh, he was a strike force champion, we believe. We don't feel like Googling it. <laughs> he moved to the UFC. Uh, I did research this in the first edition that is no longer here. We didn't know. But... He was a he's an active Ranger qualified Green Beret Special Forces sniper. Oh shit. He's done tour of Iraq and Afghanistan as well as other locations around the globe. So this guy is a legitimate yeah. fucking badass. And and now he's in the reserves, is that correct? It says he's active, so yeah, I would assume that means he is in the reserves. Okay. Interesting. But uh that's pre- that's an impressive roster not to mention yeah, he, he's not too shabby. I mean, he's not the best fighter in the UFC, but he's solid. He's a solid fighter. Yeah, he's not headlining cards. But, no, but he's, uh, he's on the cards. He's on the main cards. He's, he's going not, on the uh, main cards. Or maybe he has headlined a card. I don't know. Maybe a fight pass card. He's not fighting on the Mountain Dew, uh, you know, like... He's not in, in... The Mountain Dew check it out on the internet card. He's not in 1FC or whatever the fuck that is. He's not fighting at Tachi Palace. But, uh, Tachi wh- Palace, though, has some pretty good fights. <laughs> Well, why he's in the news is why he is in the news is because ISIS is uh, threatening <laughs> him on a daily basis, three to three to ten times a day. So much so that he, all on Facebook too. Which so is really much weird. so that he he felt the need to take it to the FBI just to say like, hey, you may want to look into who these people are. Maybe you can track them. And what he told the FBI, he said they weren't impressed. He said, let them come. And the FBI said they did some digging, and these are credible threats. They said at least plans of being made. They said not all, but a lot of them are credible. He said, "Bring it on." That's a fucking badass dude. <laughs> he's crazy. He's like, not only do I fight in the UFC, but like I'm sure he has guns and, and what have you. Dude, he's a former sniper. Of course, he's staying. This sharp. sounds like a, a great movie plot. Where a guy, he's a fighter, he's put that life behind him, he's just trying to live in, as wait, a civilian. He's a fi- wait, he's a, he's a former... Former, like, you know, like, Navy mm- SEAL or Green Beret. And now he's a he's an now MMA he's a, fighter. A fighter. And he's trying to put back that life with these guys, keep, they keep bringing it back to him. I suspected that maybe he, ha- he had boned one of these ISIS members' girlfriends. And this is just all revenge there while are, he was overseas. Uh, a lot of people aren't talking about it because it's not PC, but they, a lot of these ISIS ladies are pretty fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of... <laughs> when you peel back the curtains... That's the problem. Quite literally. You've got to watch out who you're boning because you bone an ISIS member's lady. You got yourself some trouble. Yeah. I mean, I was at the movie theater the other day and I almost fell into that situation. Oh, yeah? <laughs> How did that happen? What movie were you seeing, first of all? Uh, I was seeing uh, the, the the Good Dinosaur. Is that what it's called? The Last yeah, Dinosaur? I don't think it's out anymore. <laughs> it was a special theater. Okay. It was the handicapped kids? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, uh, well, anyway, Tim Kenny, we're behind you, hundred percent. Yeah, it makes me like him more as a fighter. He's a, he's a guy who actually may leave the UFC because he's like this new sponsorship deal is so shitty. I can go do TV shows, which yeah, I saw him on one of the History Network. He said he makes way more money off acting gigs than he does with this shitty fucking. A lot of guys, Brendan Schaub's talked about how hey, Tim, it wasn't worth it anymore. Do what you got to do, Tim. But you know, Danish and O'Neill. Support the red, white, and blue. We support Tim Kennedy. Yeah. Go Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> that's from wrestling. I got another story here that's just mind, mind-boggling. There's this NFL player. His name's Antonio Cromartie. Uh, I believe he's on the... What kind of last name is Cromartie? 
There's actually numerous Cromartis, and I think they're related. They're all related? I think two of them it's are. It's a very odd name. I would hope that they were. Otherwise, that's an odd coincidence. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, it's maybe... Cromartie? Maybe Comanche what Indian. What is that? McFly. Cromartie? It's like a Cro-Magnon. Cro- it's like if Marty McFly was on the juice. Yeah. A jacked. Or like a caveman Marty McFly. Yeah. Like a fucking roided up, pride fighting style Marty McFly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Biff Tannen would be like he, 10 we feet would, tall in that edition. He wouldn't be slugging them. Rear naked chokes all day long. So this dude, uh, he's, a, he's a pretty good player. I think he was on the Jets, then he went to another team, then he went back to the Jets. Okay. Um, think he's known for, like, he's, he's pretty good. So he's known as a player, but he's also known as an NFL player who has a ton of kids. How many kids does he have? Uh, it gets to it in this article. I want to say eight. Okay, how old is he? Not that old. <laughs> Do we have any exacts here? <laughs> uh, let me see if it's in here. We're speaking in very broad he's strokes. 31. Okay. So eight he's, kids, 31. He's been busy. He's doing all right. Not by the same woman. Not ten even by the same Eight two. kids, 10 different women. It's close to that. <laughs> he was once on the show Hard Knocks on HBO, and he was having trouble thinking of all the names. I swear Jesus. to God. He has kids, I think, who are the same exact age from different women. They're like a week apart. Yeah. What a fucking dipshit. <laughs> so, this guy hates pulling out and he hates condoms. But he solved that problem. He got a vasectomy. Uh, he fucked like, through it. <laughs> this guy's jizz is so powerful that they couldn't even derail it. Dude, he has twins no on way. the way. Dude, is he this, getting a paternity test on this? That's what I, my thought was like, you better fucking you're like who you've been fucking first to the lady before you even but this is in the media she's coming out with it so if she's lying no but i mean maybe she's like he fucked her and then did she know about the vasectomy that's the question oh she knew she knew about so it, it says ter- fucks through a, i mean it's so rare her name is terica cromarty's pregnant expecting Wait, twins she, her name is she married her yeah they're married oh, okay these two are married when did they get married? Between kids uh, six, know. seven? So the news came as a shock to the pair because the New York Jets quarterback previously had a vasectomy. Man, this guy, this guy is literally born to fuck. She uh, learned she was pregnant last October when she went to the emergency room when she was having bad cramps. She's like, I thought I was dreaming even after. I was just in total disbelief. Not only that, this guy's balls go, you know what? You think you're going to stop us? Fuck you. We're giving you twins. It's like a fat guy who eats through the lap band. It's like you can't, yeah. you can't hold him down. No, you can't keep, a, can't keep a fat man down. It's like um, it's like an anchor man when Ron Burgundy tells Baxter about the cheese. I don't know if I should be angry or impressed. I mean, it's crazy. She says, I didn't even tell Antonio Wait, right away. Cheese. Wait, doesn't he take a shit in the, in, the, in the refrigerator? I thought he ate all the cheese. I don't know. I thought he took a shit in the refrigerator or something. Took a shit in the refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. I Did don't, he? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we're probably both wrong. But uh, she said, I didn't even tell Antonio right away. Suspicious. Because I didn't think it was possible. I was going. <laughs> Wait. So the doctor goes, you're pregnant. She still thinks that this is some sort of voodoo? Like, it can't be. His doctor it is, is a hard quack. to believe. Where, where'd, she, where'd she meet the doctor? In a parking lot? <laughs> I guess in an alleyway? Well, I mean, this guy's on the road. Maybe he was out of town. No, I'm saying, but she heard from the doctor that she's pregnant, but she's like, I didn't tell him. Maybe she wanted a second opinion. I don't know. (laughs) I'm not this lady. (laughs) She says, I was going back and forth in my head. How could it even happen? In my head, head, we were good to go. We were having free sex. I just really thought that this procedure was the best protection you could have at this point. 
No way. He was shocked. Originally, he was like, oh, shit, are you serious? How did this happen? She explains. So he's got 10 kids now. Uh, it was shocking news for both of us. It took me a while to process it, but Antonio stood firm and was saying it's God's will. He's been excited the whole time. So she's Yeah, what does he care? He's already got eight. What's two more? Dude, once you have past like four, or what the fuck does it matter then? You're just piling them on top. Especially when you don't well, even that, give a fuck about their names and are. Then, yeah, some, a lot of them he's not, I don't think, has much to do with. Dude, that that's every guy's nightmare right there. He he Yeah, he got married in 08 to her. And uh, they're, these two are parents to Jersey, spelled J-U-R-Z-I-E, five, and okay. Jagger, three. He, oh, so I, oh he, I thought his, I thought his oh, name was Jersey Five. No, well, it'd be a cool name, be like Johnny. <laughs> With Five. this guy, I wouldn't doubt it. He, it says he also has eight other children from pre. So he has ten already. These are twelve. Oh wait, oh this is. Oh, he has two with this lady already. Yeah, and then eight guy... other from previous. Wait, so <laughs> so they have a five year old. So does this guy have kids? Are all the previous uh, eight before these other two and the new two? Are these like when he was 25, 26? Or does he have n- new kids while he was married? No, no, no. They're all before that. Jesus, this guy was real busy. He may have had kids in college. He may have had kids in high school. It says, uh, good news, the couple's currently working on a book about blended family as well as a new reality Dude, show. Dude, that's not a blended family. That's a fucking <laughs> crockpot family. That's a f- you throw everything in that fucker and cook it. Terica considers the pregnancy a blessing, despite haters who've called that Antonio, who she says is an amazing dad, for having amazing so many dad. children. He doesn't even have any fucking kids. What the fuck are you talking about? You love that do- You love that money. She said, to be honest, I've gone back and forth about if I wanted to share the news or not. Uh, all yeah, my children are blessings and all of Antonio's children are blessings for that matter. It was made for it was made to seem that my children weren't a blessing because they were categorized by a number. And for that reason and that reason alone, I hid both of my first two pregnancies with my husband just so I could enjoy them with those who were really happy for me. Ah, oh, Jesus. Shut up. She's uh she's currently craving Taco Bell and Five Guys burgers. Five I thought she was talking five guys. <laughs> five guys wieners she says uh she plans to get her tubes tied after this jesus christ i mean this is the I don't protection think you can stop this guy this is the protection you have to take if you're gonna fuck antonio cromartie dude what if she got pregnant after tubes tied and the vasectomy he would that, have he'd that, have the most potent dick in the world that child would be jesus christ he should i mean mexican women are rumored to be fertile he should stay away from any vacations in the area just like pissing may cause some sort of reaction. This, man, can you imagine that? I mean, you, yeah. there's no repercussions either for the doctor. How do you not cut this fucking thing? This is one I've heard, thing. I've heard that, though, that you that sometimes they don't get it right, which is crazy. But what tube are they cutting then? I don't. It's like the the explosives. It's like the green, green one. one. <laughs> and you think this guy's just looking at your underneath your dick and you're just like... Uh, is it the uh, dark pink tube or the he cut? I mean, light pink tube. This guy is his kids eleven and twelve, dude. Watch out, Jim Bob Duggar. You got a competition Jeez. in Antonio Cromartie. I can't wait till these kids grow up and are involved in uh, molestation scandals. Jesus, <laughs> what the fuck? You're already predicting these kids. I'm saying the Duggars. The Duggars. I said, watch out, Jim Bob Duggar. Oh, I thought you talking about it. Those no, cr- said I Cromarties. Can't. Yeah, and then I was saying. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a bit of a leap. You're like a precog for perverts. <laughs> you're a pervert precog. 
Uh, also in the news, uh, moving right along because we got so many bullets in yeah. the chamber. These bullets are red. Hot. Old Poltron, friend of the show, friend of the Andrew DeWitt show. Oh, I know Poltron. She uh, she sent me a link. It's official. Gary Keeler is retiring after 40 oh. years. You don't think I know this? Behind the mic. He's been talking about it. He said he's but done. But there's now a date. I know. He's, he's got his last show. Isn't it in the summer? Uh, I don't know. I don't I didn't, I just I looked at the article and that was the main thing I gleaned from I it. I thought yeah, I thought he said 2015 originally was his last year. So get your tickets, ladies and gentlemen, to Prairie Home Companion, Gary Keeler's last show. Those tickets are probably selling like hotcakes. Oh, they're selling big, real big. Whoa, it's, Garrison uh, Keeler's on the hot. I'm the line. actually here to talk about my last show, and uh, you know, I've, there's a sketch in there that I've always wanted to do, and. Uh, where I blindfold the front row and I pull out my penis and I run and slap everybody across the face with it. That's going to happen in the last That's, show? It's just one of the many surprises that you're going to see on the last Prairie Home Companion. You can't wait to hear the sound effects. I mean, I, I might cry when I hear the uh, the last Lake Wobegon. I just, uh, the thing I'm looking for most is uh, the, the amount of pussy I'm going to get uh, after the last show. Aren't you married, though? Uh, my wife said uh, the last show I can uh, have sex with as many women as I, uh, as I can handle. I got to say, I saw a picture of you, and you're a fucking, you're a handsome motherfucker, and there's got to be just pussy being thrown at you. I, I was voted uh, most handsome. <laughs> I know what he looks like. <laughs> I was voted uh, most handsome boy in my high school, and uh, then also most handsome man on a prairie home companion. <laughs> I'm trying to find the uh, the the only judges were me and uh, Reverend Ham. Reverend Ham is uh, how long have you known Reverend Ham? Uh, we go back for a very very long time. Uh, Reverend Ham and I grew up together, and uh, we used to uh, we used to chase Latinos out of my uh, Lake Wobegon neighborhood. Wow, it's a little like Grand Torino style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, Gary Keeler, that's crazy. He's gone. It's too bad. Keeler's got to replay. I'm looking it up. He's got plans for retirement, including traveling. <laughs> what? Yeah, I'm going to do a lot of traveling. Said he's been everywhere, but he's seen very little. Seen a lot of hotels, a lot of airports. <laughs> I want to think of this shit. Seen the back seats of cabs, and I've seen backstages of theaters. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Gary. Let me, I'm trying to find what Poltron oh, sent me because the interview he was cracking some jokes. Oh, the, sure. The, the female interviewer was like dying, like it was fucking deaf comedy jam. My first stop is going to be to Thailand. Um, I hear they have these just beautiful, beautiful women with big dongs, and uh, <laughs> you're into they, that? they dance for you. And I, you know, I love musical numbers, and I, you know, I heard that maybe they'll do some of my Prairie Home Companion sketches for me. Is it going to go into syndication? That's the question everyone wants to know. Isn't it already in syndication? <laughs> I don't know. I hope, it, I hope it goes down. They just flush all the master copies of it down the toilet. <laughs> they, <laughs> after someone takes a huge dump on it. They just you burn. Fuck you, you Prairie Home Companion motherfuckers. Would you go to a Prairie Home Companion burning of the material? 
Oh, yeah. Do you remember when they had the Prey Home Companion cruise where you go on a cruise with Gary Keeler? Uh, like, they, you want to eat next to that fucking face. They better put, they better fucking equip that with a lot of doctors because oh, those yeah. people are like, the average age on there is like fucking 90 years old. He's like six foot seven, too. I found, uh, I found the interview here. You're in for a treat. <laughs> is this audio? Yeah. Oh, how long is it? Uh, I don't know. I only listened to like the first bit. Here we go. If I can cue it up here. Come on, Gary. Oh, Gare Bear. This is from CNN.com. I love how he has to go out and do a, an interview. No, <laughs> you fucking dipshit. The sad part is three million people every week that listen to this is hogwash. Is that many? Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of old people in the world. There's an ad I for Danny McBride. Shit. Here it is. Awesome classic. calling was to be a bus driver. What kind of joke and shithead is this? Coming to you live from Town Hall here on West 43rd Street in New York City. His baritone voice is known the world over. His meandering thoughts and stories followed intently, sometimes too earnestly. It was December and I was in New York City. I was hired by Worldwide Walleye to get more of our fish on New York menus. So, well, I'm from I'm from the Midwest and. Uh, we are not brought up to um, blow our own horn. <laughs> what? Of but after four decades of regaling us with his tales, perhaps Garrison Keeler should blow his own horn. We would never use the word awesome. We were Christian people and still, I guess, are, but... <laughs> Dude, where did they get these clips from? Where the fuck did they pick, handpick these fucking clips from? What's weird is that I, I've seen him blow his own horn. <laughs> Have you? There's a video on the internet. Of him pulling out his horn and blowing on it? <laughs> he blew on it for quite a Dude. bit until uh, he uh, could... Sh- you couldn't blow on it any longer. I'll tell you what, the only person blowing on my horn is uh, Reverend Ham's wife. Uh, you, would you like to hear more, or have you heard I'd enough? like to hear less. <laughs> I would like, You'd like to, to go back in time, and I would not listen to that at all. Dude, I like these out-of-context clips where he's just pulling and he's talking about, <laughs> trying to get more of our fish on the... Uh, on the New York menus. I like. I, well, how is he being too earnest? Yeah, that's set up. Like I, I thought he was going to talk about like, like how he like date raped a woman yeah. or something honest. Well, dude, you know the it was Bill and I, Bill Cosby and I. We have a lot. We have a vacation. His, my wife and uh, Camille are going to be doing a lot of traveling. Garrison, now that you're retired, we're going to hit the town. Nothing's been going on with me. Don't look at the news. Don't Google my name. Bill, I've been so busy. Just all I see is theaters and the backs of cabs, and so I haven't been following the news in the past forty years. <laughs> so that's big news for Gary Keeler. <laughs> Fuck, we should go to his house. You still we gonna, take a trip to his house? He's still going to be calling into the show. He's got a lot of time yeah. on his hands. What kind of money is this guy making? He must be making. I bet all right. He has books. I mean, he sells out. I mean, what does he, what does he take from the live shows? And then what does he get for the for the appearances? It's on public radio, but still. Do you think anyone is he make? He must be making well into seven figures. I guarantee you there's somebody out there with a Prairie Home Companion tattoo on their body. I think there's multiple people. You think more I than- think you could. I think there's enough to you could get. 
Uh, and fill an entire club with people that are just have prey home companion <laughs> tattoos. Dude, I bet there's hipsters now that get it just to be cool. If I were fucking a chick and she was super hot and I saw that tattoo on her wearing a body, I might lose my boner. We we met a female that was attractive and related to Garrison Keeler made her a little less attractive. Yeah, I didn't I, I was trying to like kind of shit on him, but I felt bad for her because she like loved him, you could tell. Yeah. So I had to kind of pull it back. Dude, what about that guy? Uh, one of the people that listens to us, his he found his brother was reading a book by Garrison Keeler. That book should be. You should use that book to <laughs> slap your brother's ass in front of your whole him. in front of your whole town. He did confront him and he sent a picture of it. <laughs> it was great. I saw that. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> like, why? Did, I found this in my brother's room. I hope that brother denied it. I'd rather be caught with. Some sort of other weird, like... Uh, child porn? No, not child porn, but maybe bestiality <laughs> porn. As opposed, I'd rather be caught with bestiality porn by my mother than Garrison Keillor's book. <laughs> From one man we love, Garrison Keillor, to a man we hate, Steve Seagal. Ugh. So, uh, Paul wrote in on Twitter at Danny Shinoneal. Dude, there's, is it a, it's no coincidence that his initials are SS, dude. He That's hates true. Jews. He's uh, actually of Jewish descent, I think. <laughs> He's of every descent, dude. Fuck that guy. I was up on Mitzvah in uh, the bayou in Louisiana when I became a policeman at the end of the year <laughs> after when I was 14 years old. Right after my bar mitzvah, I had to go out and uh, fight to the death in uh, Japan for the honor of my family. While I was up there on the on the beam of reading from the Torah, a man had charged me and I did a spin kick and I saved the rabbi's life. I'm the only man that has a gut like this, but it's all abs. My abs are actually so big and strong that they've... T- they've pushed away from a body his abs are like <laughs> near his back at this point <laughs> dude his abs he hasn't seen his abs in forever paul wrote in to tell us what kind of guy seagal really is uh for some reason he, paul didn't say why he was looking up trivia for the movie machete oh machete and he saw that uh in this trivia he could be making this up but i don't think he is paul or seagal paul, paul seagal paul seagal this could be a relative <laughs> He said he saw that Steven Seagal requested and received <laughs> large air conditioning units for every one of his outdoor scenes. <laughs> what a piece of shit. Dude, you're a big fat fuck that's what wearing a- trench coats in Mexico. <laughs> you fat fuck. He's fucking titty sweat, man. You fat. Uh, can I get uh, Can I get a private person to towel off my nipples? How does that even work outside? You just bring in giant air conditioners. No, I know, but like, what does he just run over to it as soon as he's no, done? No, they probably like blow it on him and then they roll it back a you little bit. You think there was specifically a guy? They put like one of those big hose attachments to it and it was just blowing it on him from like off camera. I think it blows up the bottom of the kimono. Like the ventilation <laughs> system goes all is the way why, up. Is that why he looks so fat? That's just an inflated kimono from the yeah, AC. Yeah, it's just the it's just the AC that he uses. My my balls get really sweaty under the kimono, and it can lead to embarrassing stains the size of a, a plum. Why doesn't he? Why doesn't he just wear <laughs> the sleeveless kimono that he performs in when he's Mojo Priest? Well, this is out of his control. It's a movie, so they, it was their wardrobe. I need to. But he uh, knew beforehand that. I heard he does this even in like winter scenes and like in the snow. <laughs> in his defense, uh, I heard I heard an interview. Where he's like, the horse pubes that I use for my toupee when it gets really hot, they curl up, 
you want to see you want to see a frizzy head Steven Seagal maybe he does it because he likes those dog dick nips to get nice and hard and like really protrude out maybe that women are like that's what maybe the Serbians and the Russians who love him so much in Japan they don't they don't like dick size they go by nipple girth (laughs) fuck you fuck you Seagal if I, I wish that if I were on that movie, I'd unplug every AC unit and say, fuck you, do this scene without him. <laughs> you're <so>. fired. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. I'll tell you what, you're not only in your, we're not going to put AC in your trailer either. Take your fat fucking sweaty soaked kimono. You know what I would love to do is walk in on him and like, you're, you go to a shower at a gym and you just see Seagal naked in the shower. <laughs> you just fetch him. And I'm just, he's, he's got his shower cap on for his I'd, hair. I'd poke him in the gut I with would a die, stick. Dude, my dream would be just to point and die laughing. Have him try to bull charge you. Slip and fall. Would you go for like uh, a Johnny and Karate Kid do the... Uh, the spin sweep where like, you know, you avoid the charge, but then you sweep him down on the Dude, floor. That, that's but that's what Seagal's, that's what he's been bred Seagal for. Seagal would say, I need the other wrist. Let go of the soap. <laughs> no, he'd be like, I'm going to flip you through the air, but you got to do a little of the jumping. Could you imagine what his rider says to those of you not in the showbiz? Oh. It's uh, what you request to have like in your dressing room. It's probably like, I need one million Skittles. <laughs> And not, and not one more or one less. I will count them. And they all have to be bright pink. I need Hershey Kisses fed to me by a Vietnamese woman who I will grope but later deny. I need my food to be eaten by a transsexual <laughs> Thai woman and then she must be shit out into my mouth. I would like food shot from a t-shirt cannon into my <laughs> mouth. <laughs> from no closer than 50 yards away. I like to catch the stuff and I want, impress the crowd. I want all my lunches to be set loose and have me put on my shooting glasses and hunt it down and then have it prepared fresh. I need God knows is to sh- hose me down between scenes because I'm so fat. <laughs> I, need, I need a vacuum cleaner to permanently be sucking on my dick and balls. I need a pool full of insulin because my diabetes gets so bad between takes. <laughs> I need a shop vac to suck the shit out of my asshole. And then I want to watch people touch it with a finger. So thank you for that, uh, Paul. Fuck you, Seagal, you fucking drama queen piece of shit. Dude, if if he doesn't keep cool, how does this fake goatee stay stuck on? At this point in his career, he should be thankful that anyone's even fucking calling him. Dude, he, with his, his size, he should be thankful that he's alive. <laughs> he's still a cop, though. And that, <laughs> he was never fucked that fucking police bullshit. Whatever department associated with it should be a shame that, that you're going to let that guy be a representative of your fucking force. Dude, how great a would it be? fat fucking... If, if I got pulled over by Seagal, you know, I'd be like, fuck you, I'm leaving. I would drive away. That guy's not a fucking cop. Like, what are you going to do? You're going to go out for justice, Steve? You're going to say... Anybody seen O'Neal? You're going to do your open hand running? Okay, well, you'll go 50 yards and you're done. You fucking piece of Dude, shit. Dude, if that guy pulled you over, you would laugh and be like, fuck you, I'm leaving. I'm, there's no way. There he is. Oh, look at that. Jesus Christ. My shooting goggles get fogged up if the AC is too high. <laughs> Please turn it to medium. I want it to be exactly 71.8 degrees at all times. Let's go back to back Seagal. I got another story. Yeah. 
Uh, Serbia has granted citizenship to American action hero Steven Seagal. Oh, yeah. The decision announced in the official State Gazette. What is that? They're fucking... They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, is that their ruling power? Their Gazette. <laughs> well, our number one newspaper, the Gazette, uh, has <laughs> stated that Steven Seagal is now a citizen. It came after the veteran... Dude, when, you, when your number one your national paper ends in the Gazette? The State Gazette. The State Gazette? <laughs> That's commie. Dude, you're fucked. Seagal's a traitor. I'm going to put it out right now. This guy's a traitor. He's a co- piece- he loves communism. He's a traitorous piece of shit who hangs out with fucking Vlad Putang because all he all he wants is that Punani. And I see what you're doing, Seagal. Yeah. They got a lot of hookers there, a lot of sex slaves in these countries. And I know you're a piece of shit. You got the AC blowing on your balls. Dude, he he definitely, when he goes to Serbia, as soon as he gets off the plane, there's an AC unit that just follows him <laughs> around everywhere he goes. Which is really- This guy is prone to sweat. Have you seen this fucker? It's really just a Serbian cab driver who's holding a fucking fan. He's <laughs> just following him. <laughs> on a wheel. He's got an old fucking window AC unit and a wheelbarrow. Steven. And he's just following him around. Steven, you're walking too fast. Can you slow down for AC, man? Steven Seagal slows down for nobody. Uh, so it said it was announced in the official State Gazette. Great Serbian paper. Dude, this guy's a classic commie piece of shit. He's a traitor. He wants what everyone else, he's he's part of the oligarchy, and he just wants what all the rich have. He shits on their people, He's probably. a traitor. He it came after the veteran actor and producer made two recent visits to <laughs> like Serbia. What did you produce? <laughs> you produced dog shit. He went to Serbia twice, and he praised the populist leadership. And says he feels like a Serb. Fuck you, Seagal. He feels like a Serb. Then stay there. Because he's been there twice? Yeah. What a fucking... Dude. Stay there, you yeah. piece of shit. Yeah. You hey. guys can have him, Serbia. <laughs> we, never, all, we never wanted him in the first place. Take all our washed up stars. Anyone else you want? You want? You're, we're keeping Norris. That's for sure. Norris isn't washed up. No, but I'm saying we're keeping Chuck Norris. Uh, guess what? He's an American treasure. We'll swap. We'll swap. I don't know if uh, Van Damme's a U.S. citizen, but we'll take Seagal's citizenship, give it to Van Damme, oh, hell yeah, and get the will. fuck out of here, Seagal. Seagal, go to we Serbia. We should start a petition. Get Seagal out? To get Seagal out. And send it to the White House. All we need is 100,000 signatures. I think we can do it. Get him out of here. We need to do uh, a Netflix documentary called Making a Fat Fuck. Dude, (laughs) asshole. It's one less guy with... What's he going to do when they cut one of his toes off or half his foot off from diabetes? He's going to have to stop wearing those uh, Japanese sandals. (laughs) I don't think he wears those. You know how the Serbs are kissing his ass? We reported on this before. During one visit, Seagal was offered to train Serbian special forces in Aikido a Japanese martial art that uh, he has displayed in his blockbuster movies, whether or not they're blockbusters. And also, guys, it doesn't fucking work. Are you out of your minds? You know why? I don't know if I talked about, did I say this last time, that the Serbians should sue him when they end up going to war and use it and get the shit beat out of them. Yeah. They're like, why isn't this guy flying through the air like like Sensei Steve taught us? Sensei Steve. Fuck you, Seagal. Uh, guess who his visits were sponsored by? Oh, a pro-Russian Serb group. <laughs> Dude, get this guy out of this. This guy's a traitor. 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 <laughs> the traitor. Cold War is back on and Seagal is <laughs> fraternizing with the enemy. This is the hot, sweaty war. We should write a movie like Red Dawn, and Seagal has teamed up with the Russians, and he's coming, and we just kill him. Oh, he's that guy, that Cuban guy that goes, comes into the city in yeah. Red Dawn? It's Steven Seagal, and he's like, I had you all fooled. You thought I was a U.S. police, but I'm actually a commie motherfucker. According to this article, it says Seagal is among the Western celebrities who've socialized with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Who else has? I don't know. 
Uh, it says, despite the deep chill and diplomatic relations between Moscow and the West, Trader Seagal. You know who would be a great combo? Garrison Keillor and Steven Seagal go to Russia together. That's like a new uh, buddy movie? Yeah, it's like... Hey, Steve, just, uh, you know, if, if you know Vlad, put a word in for it. I'd love to go see Russia. I've heard you've been here before, but I've only seen the theaters in the back seats of cabs. Well, it's just, you know, in hotel rooms. It's just the life of a, of a comedy entertainer. Why aren't you sweating? Oh, me? I've, 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 I've an in, air, I have an air conditioner following me. <laughs> We're in Siberia. It's negative 59, and I'm uh, sweating. My dog dick nips are harder I've, than ever. Actually, I've, I have I requested a heater to be following me at all times. <laughs> Hey, Seagal, anybody seen a traitor? Because that's you. I, I've seen <laughs> anybody seen Anybody seen traitor? <laughs> anybody seen traitor? <laughs> yeah, you fucking... You, he was once considered valuable in America. Yeah, when I was fucking 10 years old. No I longer. I that guy was good. <laughs> Those days are gone, and I want this piece of shit thrown out of the United States, rally around us, Dana Chanel O'Neill for president in 2016. Seagal must leave. We are, we're getting a petition. We're getting into the White House because they have to respond on the matter if we get 100,000 signatures. And we want Seagal out of the country. We're going to need a lot of you to sign that at least 100 times. How dare you? How about you just tell a friend? There's a lot of Seagal hatred out there. That's true. Also, and we also want to start to get Garrison Keillor thrown out of the country. <laughs> Whoa. For, hey. You don't rape this country with bad comedy for 40 years and expect to stay here. It's almost like he, uh, his podcast is, or not, what is it, a show, radio show? Yeah. Dude, it's an it's, old, it's an old, old timey radio show. It's put so many people to sleep that it's been known, it's been called the Cosby of the radio world. <laughs> More people have been sexually assaulted from falling asleep to Prairie Home Companion than have been sexually assaulted by Bill Cosby. I think a lot of ladies, like the lady you spoke of, I think a lot of women do like Gary Keeler. Not sexually, but the show. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. If you think Gary Keeler is I think funny. people feel like they feel comforted by it. It's got this old timey vibe. It's like an old smelly f- blanket that you yeah. farted on a million times, but you still <laughs> like the smell. What are you farting on this blanket for? I don't know. Uh, yeah it it makes people feel good like an old time a time gone by where things were much simpler and everything was seemed better right before that even uh yeah, I think so you're, I, you're you're bringing Gary Keeler on this as well. I, should we I throw Prairie, Guy Fieri on? Yeah, uh, let's get him out of the U.S. I think Prairie Home Companion has actually killed more people while driving because people fall asleep driving. Also, they say eight out of nine old senior citizens died at Prairie Home Companion. <laughs> Dude, there's been times. Turn it up. There's been dark times in my life where I've turned the channel to Prairie Home Companion, and and that I really thought of suicide. Remember, I used to think it was amusing, and you're like, "I told you, you go, go, you'll sick of it." And I I got, I yeah, I go, dude, just the sound of it, and they played it like six times. The first time you hear it, you'll listen for an hour, and you go, "This is hilarious! How bad this is!" The second hour, you go, (laughs) "Wait a second. I can't even believe that this guy does this every fucking weekend for 40 years. And by the third hour, you go, I hate everybody associated with this show. Maybe if anyone knows Gary Keeler, maybe we should open for the last show. Just do a quick warm up. Oh, that'd be great. If we get the 100,000 people to sign that. <laughs> what, so uh, so uh, did you do sound effects or what, what's your act? 
You'll see it, Gary. Just have faith. Oh, okay, you seem like some decent uh, gentlemen. Yeah, we're very clean. Do you guys, uh, do you attract a female audience? Yeah, yeah. Our fan base is from like 70 to 90 years old. Well, that's perfect because those women still keep their bush nice and hairy just the way Gary likes it. <laughs> Man, fuck that guy and fuck Seagal. And f- speaking of Guy Fieri, I think you have something to talk about. I do. Uh, I have another. Should I go to this other story? You want me to go right into the Guy Fieri? Just dive right into the Guy Fieri. Since we're going a, th- a trifecta of people we want removed from this country. <laughs> hey, and if you want Danish O'Neill kicked out of the country, you start a petition on that. Well, I'd like to see those people try. Yeah. Because we're valuable. Once I get, <laughs> once I get, once I get in bed in the woods, you'll never get me out of there. Uh, Guy Fieri, I think somebody sent me this. I don't know who it may have been, Barbara Hernandez, uh, our secretary, or it may have been uh, someone who listens, but I don't know. It's yeah. on MSN, which is uh, they report all the most important things in the world. Does it have uh, Barbara Hernandez's watermark on it? Just uh, two big a- Mexican titties pressed against glass. <laughs> I don't. It's, I don't. It's, Hold it, it up to the light. She see. actually does it in wax. It's like old. old uh, <laughs> That's her old seal. <laughs> yeah, it's like medieval. <laughs> she drips the wax on there and then stamps it with the two big titties yeah. pressed against. It's a glass pane. It's called the tits of approval. <laughs> tits around of America. So, uh, guy, the heading of the story, Guy Fieri, $700 Super Bowl buffet. <laughs> it's so American, it hurts. So American, we're getting you thrown out, guy, you, you piece of shit. You don't stand for us. You don't speak for what's American, you piece of shit. Says uh, culinary maverick. I don't know. That's an insult to mavericks everywhere. Wait, a who? It says culinary maverick. Oh, like, culinary maverick? This yeah. guy's not a culinary What does he do? He's a fucking, what's he make? He does like burger fusion. He makes like fucking, uh, he's a restaurant called Johnny Garlics. He's like, I'm going to put this tomato on this hamburger. I'm going to make it's egg rolls stuffed with my dick. So it says an aspiring wine snob. I guess he's getting in the wine wine game. I didn't know that. Guy Guy Fieri. Let's say it right, dude. He's probably going to be like, "This is like Wine World." <laughs> yeah, party on. <laughs> he'll he'll start doing shit like that, dude. That's the kind of Merlot, garbage. Merlot Town. <laughs> yeah, he's, <a> fucking... <laughs> he's going to be cooking a bombastic all-you-can-eat buffet for the Bullseye Ticket Group's players. Super. What the fuck? It's called the Bullseye Ticket Group's players. Super Bowl tailgate. That's a fucking mouthful. Uh, I think you can get a few more descriptions in there. <laughs> uh, sponsored by Hyundai. <laughs> how long? How big is this ticket? Is it like one of those publishing clearinghouse uh, size checks they give you? Uh, it's only going to cost seven hundred dollars. You, you better be bargain. blowing me. If I, I don't care if it's a man, a woman, a dog, I better be getting my dick licked. So this is outside of the Super Bowl. Yeah, this is like a tailgate. You're going to pay seven hundred dollars. Yeah, to hang out with Guy Fieri. In a, in a tailgate. Wait, but wait. It's emceed by Aaron Andrews, who everyone wants to hear her emcee. And it features 25 top active players, which something tells me it's not 25 the top <laughs> active players that aren't in the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, like, I'm sure they're not highly ranked at their positions. Hey, look at this. is another top active player we have here. The five-hour party starts at 10.30 a.m. as a premium bar, and we'll be going right near the Santa Clara, California Stadium that's hosting the game. And Guy will be there. There, Yep. There will also be two other Food Network personalities cooking. But let's focus on what really matters. Fieri's typically insane and over-the-top menu. Woo! <laughs> what? <laughs> what is this insane? What's over-the-top about it? What are you having, Komodo dragon dicks? Like, what's insane about it? 
What are you? At, what are you eating? He's he's arranging the plate so it's a, a panda tongue licking oh uh, an ex, a near extinct tiger's asshole on the plate. Jesus That's the, the plating. What is it, this? Is insane. What's what's insane about his food? It says there's going to be something called in quotes a live nacho bar. What does that what? mean? What is what does that entail? I don't know. I've never been to a dead nacho bar. What is he? Are they, jalapeno chimp fingers. The, the MSN comedy writers say in parentheses, so freshly killed tortilla chips, question mark. hi A nacho bar. <laughs> Live nacho bar. Dude, If you know what? If I paid $700, I would go there. If, if we pool our money, I will go there. And I will bring him over there, and I will shove his head and drown him in the fucking hot nacho <laughs> You'll mix. You'll scald him? Yeah. I'll give him third-degree nacho burns That's what's all crazy over his face. Is I think if you did pay to get in like something, there wouldn't be great security on him, because like, oh, these people all paid to be yeah, here. Yeah, $700. Nobody thinks that I'm going to spend $700 <laughs> just to drown him in the nacho bar. And then somebody comes to dip it in, and you just see that blonde, spiky hair a little bit just sticking out of the nacho. Or what if we just bring 7-Eleven nachos and just say how good they are and how shitty <laughs> what if we hey these dorito loaded are insane wait till you hear this this is another uh, item on the menu a whole hog throwdown <laughs> what 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 the fuck wait till you hear this one a super steak sandwich station <laughs> i was expecting like a pickled black rhino pussy platter. I mean, this is stupid. And MSN says in the Flavor Town finale. Flavor Town finale. <laughs> oh, don't top yourself, you fieri. Don't go too crazy. With donut bread pudding with a brown butter bacon bourbon glaze. Donut bread pudding. Whoa, I'm blown. I'm insane. I've never heard it. You fucking piece of shit. There's nothing insane about this. There's nothing insane about him. He's a he's the Garrison Keeler of a new generation. I'm calling. He's for, the Garrison Keeler of Food Channel. I'm calling network. for people out there who listen to Danish and O'Neill. One of you has to be fairly wealthy. Maybe more. If you have the money. One of them goes to Oxford. He wrote me a letter. We'll have to get into it. He's probably in England. I know, but he... <laughs> but I'm saying if you have tickets to the Super Bowl and you're going and you have money on top of that... Go to this event. Oh, yeah. And just, even if you don't oh, get yeah. oh, in. Oh, I thought you were saying people send us to No, the no, event. no, no. Oh. I want you to go to this event. Somebody and we go. are calling for you to do shame. Guy Fieri and every person you see walking in and out of that tent telling them you're a piece yeah. of shit. You paid $700 for this. You could have given this money to a good cause. You could be helping people for a fucking live nacho bar. You fucking pieces of Take shit. Take a dump in the live nacho bar and we'll give you a Danish no-no t-shirt. It doesn't exist, but we'll make it specially for you. <laughs> and we'll make it by hand. I'm talking like we'll paint it. We'll put glitter on it. We may do tie-dye like to do at camps, yes. put the rubber bands on there. It'll be a real one-off. How much money do you have to have where you have $700 and you're like, you know what? Sounds like a good idea. Let's go see fucking Wait, Guy Fieri. Did you hear about this live nacho bar and the donut bread pudding? What? I would. How long do you think it would take him to realize, like, say we met him and we were like really over the top, how much we love him in like Flavor Town in the bar? Like, do you think he would ever get that it was all mockery? Like if you're like Flavor Town, it's so fucking awesome. You're the bomb. This is so money. No, if and he's like, thanks a lot, guys. I think he would get annoyed after a while. (laughs) (laughs) I put a lot of requests in uh, to ask him to do some of his best lines. 
I think I would cup his tits. He's gained like 80 pounds over the last like two years. I would constantly say everything's money until he goes, that's my line. I'd be like, fuck you, you you thief. It's John Favreau's line. You stole it from Favreau, (laughs) motherfucker. I want Favreau to sue him. John Favreau, you're a listener of the show. He calls calls in a lot. (laughs) So that's the $700. What a waste of your fucking time and money. Super Bowl. He's probably getting paid a lot of cash. Fietti. <laughs> How many tickets do they have available? I don't know. How many people? What if that? You know, my dream would be nobody shows up and they just people. Dude, you're not gonna want to go see the top 25 active players in the NFL. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you what, I've never been to a live nacho bar. Most of them are. You know, it'd be great if there was like a huge lineman like Vince uh, Wilfork, who used to play for the Patriots, who's like a big fucking beast, and you just go up do? to him and you're like, <laughs> just go up to you're, him. You're like, hey, Guy Fieri. Uh, Drops a lot of end bombs, <laughs> and he looked over he just, here. Hey, are and you just said it about you? Yeah, he go. He looked at me. and He goes, "Hey, do you see that?" And he said, "I go. I don't agree with what you're talking about." And He's uh, like, hey, you really see that? I tell you what. If you didn't put on such an insane fucking menu, <laughs> this fucking donut bread pudding and this hog sanity is out hog of this sanity. fucking world. <laughs> what are you gonna do with that pig? He's going to fuck it. There's two guys walking. $700. I would like to see him fuck him alive. Dude, did, do they roast it with on their two two linebackers fucking dicks? One in the one in the mouth, one in the ass, and they just put it on the spigot? I don't mean, unless you're bringing me fucking Ina Garden, who's the hottest woman ever on the Food Network, I'm not paying 700 bucks. For I want to see some Food of Network food. How good could the food be? Is it worth $700? I'll Fuck tell no. you what. If you get to the bottom of that live nacho bar, as Giada's titties are at the bottom, <laughs> just covered in that nacho cheese, it's like Revenge then of maybe the, it's $700. It's like Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only it's really her. It's really her at the bottom. Would you... I would pay... I would rather pay money like $700 to like throw unlimited dodgeballs at Guy Fieri and he can't move and just whip him at his face. From like- I'd rather key his car and pay $700 to have it touch back up. <laughs> I think that's what I would use my $700 for. God, what a piece of shit he is. So we have get Carrie Keeler out of this country for, for raping our ears for all these years. Get, well, she get Bill Cosby thrown out too. Yeah, while we're at Seagal's it. Seagal's done and Guy Fieri for claiming he's Americana. If, if that's a representation of our country, you want this guy going around saying that he is America? I don't. Yeah, get him out. Send him uh, Send him to Italy if he's so Italian. Yeah, because I can tell you what. If you pronounce his name phonetically, it doesn't sound anything well, his like... his real name we discussed is Guy Ferry. Yeah. And, and he changed he, it to Fiet, Fietti. And if you, but if you yeah, look if you at his name, it, it's, it's not, it's not Fietti. There's no D. <laughs> He's a fucking, yeah, there's a, there's a big D behind it. <laughs> How does he say fire? Fied? I don't know. There's a fied here. It's an uh, R, Fietti. You motherfucker. Uh, what a piece Speaking of shit. Speaking of uh, controversies, this happens, seems to be uh, a pattern in the Golden Globes. They know what they're doing, but it gets headlines. I don't know why people pretend it's offensive every year. Ricky Gervais in a bit of hot water once again for hosting the Golden Globes. They know, but they, yeah, that's why they hire him. He had the audacity to make Caitlyn Jenner jokes. People aren't happy. <laughs> Come on. You know what? Even John Waters, John Waters is a great man, by the way. He's done a great deal great mustache. To, to stop the censorship of America. He goes, look, you're going to go out there, you're public figure. Yeah, yeah, why can't we make fun of you? Why can't we say shit? To take you off the table, 
makes you a bigger target. It makes all transgender people a target. Don't act like you're too big to ma- be made fun of. Nobody is. He, uh, Ricky Gervais, he called them Bruce Jenner, which brought up a term I didn't even know existed. What is it? It's called dead naming. Is that be- when you used to be a man and now you're a woman? Dead or naming used to be a is woman calling someone by their birth name after they've changed their name legally. The term is often associated with transgender people who have transitioned. Can we just stop with terms? Can so we? It, can we? Put, can we not? Can we have no new terms created? I have a problem in in a retroactive uh, beef against coming to America. They dead named Muhammad Ali. <laughs> He'd always be Cassius Clay to him. <laughs> they, did, they dead named him. That whole scene was dead naming. Dude, this between uh, I'm gonna do. Wait, can I do a dead naming real quick? Yeah, Lou Alcinder. Oh yeah, felt good. Felt good. <laughs> I just watched a thing on him. Kareem. I just watched that HBO. It's like, is he really a dick? I think. He yeah, is he is. Dick. I think he is like Asperger's. He is, he is. Yeah. He's just not good with people. Even that show, you know, the show we listen to sometimes, KFI. Yeah. Old Conway talking about he was in the fucking studio, just to he asked. They came in to promote something, and I think some guy. Whose like daughter was there? Asked for like a picture. And the guy's like, "No, I don't do pictures." He, he, he just that was nice of him. A huge, but he did it in like the most assholeish way. Yeah, he ever. won't. He does. He's not big on autographed pictures. I, 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 he explained it too, but like it's how he goes about telling people. He looks like it. Uh, a large penis because he's very thin, very tall, and he has the perfectly smooth top. Yeah. And there's a small hole on top of his head. That blows jizz out of it. <laughs> yeah. And he had a if vasectomy. If you rub his still, stomach. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. Do you want to do a dead name? Can you think of anybody? A uh, dead, dead naming? Yeah. Uh, Are there any celebrities whose real names you know? Uh, oh, I know one. Don't even do it. The, the dice man? Don't say my Don't dead name it. I've had it legally changed. I don't think he has. What it. about uh, Michael Keaton? What's his real name? Michael Douglas. Whoa. 60 <laughs> Minutes. Or no. That- Michael Douglas, the actor. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's- no, who's uh, who was I thinking of? Hey, there is a Douglas. Uh, it might be Mike Douglas or something. What about Jeff Lipschitz, <laughs> a.k.a. Jeff Ross? But I don't know if any of these people legally change it. What about Crouton Jack? His real name is something else. Like, Crouton know. Jack really bring. What about bringing a blast from the past? What about uh, Bear Bearcat's real name? I'll look it up. <laughs> Somebody left us a review. I, said they Bear don't know. Cat. They said they don't know Bearcat, but they were leaving us a but review anyway. Bearcat inspired him. Bearcat's still at it. Is he still at it? No, I mean he's inspired. He, he, yeah, he's left a long-lasting effect on the people. The legend, the Bearcat, will go on forever. The Bearcat. Bearcat Grills. It's like Bobcat Goldway's cousin. Bear Grills isn't really Bear Grills. That's a nickname, though. His last name, I think, is Grills. Guy Fieri, a dead name. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, fuck these fucking terms of dead naming. Fuck you and your dad. I'll dead name whoever the fuck I want. Not to mention, it's I feel what I feel bad for with the whole Caitlyn Jenner thing is that he's nom- he's made himself the fucking leader of this movement where these people don't want him as their leader. Not everybody. There are guys. There are people, people who transitioned like thirty years ago, and they're like, "Fuck! Why is this guy our fucking president?" Yeah, I didn't vote for him. Fuck you. Why does he have a show? He doesn't even know like anything about this shit. He's like just going through it now. He's like, "Oh man, listen, I, look, you were Bruce Jenner. You were a public figure. You won the fucking Olympics. Like, you were a race car driver. You did a lot of shit. <laughs> so what, man? You're on a Wheaties Except box. The fact that people are gonna call you Bruce Jenner. You're on a Wheaties box, and now you got a box." 
did it's he probably have it? orange. Did he have it already? I don't know if he did. What, the Wheaties we the, talking about? Yeah. <laughs> did he already have the box put in? Have the box installed? I don't, I don't know if they've done his cable. The, did he get a black box put in? <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> He'd get all the channels. Oh. If I were transitioning, if I were a white woman transitioning to a man, I would want them to put a big black dick on me. Can like you request huge, that? Yeah, of course. Why go, couldn't you? I'd go with an Asian. Is it against the law? I don't like know. Like a t- what? Like could you get like a barber pole dick? Like a striped? No, I mean I'd like I would I would pick one out of like a magazine and be like I want this big black. Is duck. it like a tattoo shop or a barber where you can look through the files? Yeah. And be like oh, I want a number seventeen. Yeah, and you. I want those pubes, and uh, but I want instead of that nutsack, could I get one? That's a little tighter. Okay, it's a little like, tighter nutsack. It's like the Mr. Potato Head of dicks. You can kind of mix and yeah. match, put the eyes where you want them. I don't know if that's how it goes if anyone's transgender that has gone through this, uh, the Do operation. Do we have a transgender list? If you listen to I'm us. I'm going to say they stopped listening on episode one when there was <laughs> multiple slurs being made. What about... Unintentional. Uh, I've cleaned up my act. It's 2016. Well, I don't. A lot of people really responded to that last episode with the six-year-old... Uh, the man who's 50 transitioned to a woman and now he's a six-year-old girl, but he is a snowplow. <laughs> I feel like there is a lot. We do a lot of transitioning talk around here. It's also, popular these days, man. We're just trying to keep up. Since I don't say the T word and I'm not saying retarded, Steph Brush. This is the, the original Steph. She said, uh, hey, O'Neill, thought you might enjoy this article since uh, you're going to use the word retard. You're not going to use the word retard anymore. You just did. Maybe you can use the term <laughs> chronically tarted instead <laughs> i don't know if that's better <laughs> chronically tarted i prefer my uh tardation it's, uh not chronic it's about uh the article is about a teacher union president who apologizes for a remark about chronically tarted and medically annoying kids from it was in the washington post <laughs> she also says hope to see you in nashville we'll see Still uh, up in the air. Yeah, yeah, it's up in the air. Let's uh, let's take something out of our uh, our everyday lives. Uh, when we did Ari's show first podcast, what was that a week ago? About a uh, week tomorrow. Yeah, I was driving. We're actually in a new. St- we're in a, a studio we've never been in right now. This is this is a secret. This is a. Uh, this is my cohabitation studio. I came over here to meet you because Ari lives uh, yeah. right or staying right near here. I li- I feel like it's opened the show up a bit. It's uh, it's a nice open room. I feel like too. I feel like uh, the energy levels higher. I feel like there's a lot going on here. <laughs> you just want it. There's new locations. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think we should do? An outdoor podcast in the mountains. That'd be interesting. How are we going to power up the uh, Oh, we'll Zoom? just put some batteries in there. It'll last. That's maybe we should bring Steve O'Neill on a weekend camping trip and, Steve, <laughs> and document it. It's in our rider. <laughs> Somebody brings a... Uh, he, Steve O'Neill has to carry a, uh, a fucking uh, generator on his back the whole time so we can plug in our Zoom. I could see Steve O'Neill hiking with like uh, one of those like old-fashioned like horns. Like <laughs> blowing it? Yeah. Like a, like a ram like a, horn? Yeah. <laughs> Like in case he needs to round up anybody or <laughs> what round up people <laughs> or if like he gets lost, make a call. Oh, Steve O'Neill, <laughs> he would never get lost. He would, he would, even if he were lost, he wouldn't admit to there's been lost. times your mother's told him to get lost. Hi, <laughs> so uh, I was on my way over here and as I was driving, uh, I see a fat guy running down the street. Yeah. And, uh, at first I thought he was bleeding heavily from the face and head, No, but, uh, as he got closer to me, I noticed that he uh, he was wearing face paint. 
to jog. Yeah. And then uh, he was also had like some an iPod or something, and he was really well. He ran right by me, and then I got here, and you mentioned it to me, and I go, I just saw that guy. And my girlfriend was walking down the street towards me, and she saw him. And then when he ran by me, he was he was going like, yeah, come on, come on yeah, yeah, come on, come on, come on, yeah, yeah, yeah. I give the guy credit. Uh, he's trying to. I think he may have a resolution, or, or maybe he's just trying to lose some weight. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a little heavier. But uh, if you have to wear face paint he's, and yell at yourself to music while you run, maybe you should start a little slower. Nah, I'm all for it. You're for it? All right. But, I mean, I think he might have had mental problems. Oh, you think he, I thought he was just trying to, like, psych himself yeah, up. Yeah, I don't know if this was a New Year's resolution type of thing. I, nobody needs to get that fucking pumped to But if you have mental problems, are they going to really let you out to go jogging to keep what do you, you mean? in the cage? Dude, how many people are <laughs> walking around these streets? Well, I mean, what level of problems are you talking about? Dude, every level of problem. I have an uncle that's out of literally insanely out of his mind should not be roaming the streets, <laughs> and he has been out of an institution for the past twenty years. Can we get him on the podcast? <laughs> yeah, you want to tell that guy where you live? <laughs> I'll meet. He'll him hunt at, you down. I'll he meet probably him. listens to this show. I'll meet him at the Guy Fieri seven hundred dollar nacho bar. He's a guy that we all agree that if I ran into him at the Albertsons down the street from my house, I would not be shocked. And he doesn't live anywhere. He's always here. lurking. He lives thousands of miles from here. But if I saw him, I would not be shocked. He used to even... have bill, like he had bill collectors. Somehow he tracked down my address and forwarded all his bills with his name on it to my address in California. What was the thinking there? Just to get him off the track, get the scent off of him. So he's like, oh, he must have said, I live with this guy. Is my so. Yeah, or found my address, and there's an O'Neill, you know, already an O'Neill there, so then he puts his name on that address. This guy's a shady fuck. The worst thing is he's super smart. It's the worst kind of psychopath. Yeah. He's lurking, dude. I would not be shocked. <laughs> you may see him when you move into the woods. He might be out there. <laughs> no, this guy's not a woods dweller. Not a woodsman? No. You know what I just thought of? I thought of a great line that I think Guy Fieri is going to be given throughout the Nacho Bar day. He's like, hey, man, whose bar is this? It's Nacho Bar. <laughs> That's money. <laughs> dip, let me dip my balls in this flavor town cheese. It's Fermunda cheese from under my sack. How much do you, how much do you want to bet that he dips his the bottom of his goatee in the cheese he's like look at me or he'll be like do i have anything here yeah do the classic point like to the cheek that doesn't have it and meanwhile it's dripping down his fucking (laughs) his bedazzled jeans and shirt uh what are we doing on time uh uh well uh, yeah it's time to start the after the show talk do you want me to i got (laughs) something good or should i just we're at one hour let's save it it for next week how, yeah, it's good. Save it for next week. I also have an update on the overweight biker riding across the country. Let's just okay. Let's do that update and save the other stuff for. We're next gonna week. do that update right now. Yeah, because I have some stuff for next week that people sent me. Anyone who emailed me this week, we're gonna get to it uh, next week. We had to get all this stuff off the docket. And I got uh, I got some why updates. I'm long overdue. My brother was calling me out for. Uh, he claims I was ducking him in a swim oh, race in Israel. Well, guess who's back? In he, 16, uh, I'm feeling better than ever in the pool, and I'll talk about it. He emailed me to to set the record straight. Dude, he doesn't even know what he's getting into. Do you think I could beat your brother swimming? No. What? I doubt it. 
Even on a short one? He swam on teams briefly. Yeah, I know. It doesn't matter. He had a brief career, but he's not great. I'm going to whip him. He swims with a fucking... You're, if you're going to whip him... He swims with a rash guard on. I'm going to dominate this guy. You don't think I You don't think I could tie him? I doubt it, but I don't know. Maybe in a quick... I mean, the problem I'm a, with I'm that, a sprinter. The problem with the half or even the one lap, I couldn't really pull away from Renazizi because there's just not a lot of time to really get out there in front of somebody. That's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of the race. Is it's anyone's game. Yeah, that's why I like it. It's ultra competitive. But uh, so Barbara Hernandez sent me this story. She knows me. If you don't know what this is, this is a 500-pound man. His wife uh, divorced him, said if he doesn't lose weight, she's leaving. So he said, you know what I'm going to do to impress her? I'm going to ride a bicycle across the country. And he's, uh, he's been at a terrible pace, very slow. And uh, for some reason, he decided to go down the East Coast, so he's in Florida. <laughs> Instead of going across the country. You know what I think he's thinking in his head? You know what this idiot was thinking? I think he thought it's a downward slope because it's down on a map. He'll probably just coast the whole way down there. I'll probably, I can just point my bike down, and I'll just ride down that big hill. Then he looks at the map, and he's like, it's only like four inches away. How long could it take me to get there? <laughs> He, he, he claimed it, it was Florida. getting cold, and so he was like, people were advising He was only two towns over from where he lived. People were advising him to go south. People were, people were advising him to stop. They said, go south and then cross the country like that. So this fucking idiot went all the way down the East Coast. Meanwhile, he's not working, obviously, and all he talked about in the article I read was how much he's looking forward to getting a fucking book deal to write a book about this excursion. Man. Who's going to read it? What the fuck? What? He rode a bike to impress his fucking wife? Who cares? Yeah, what a well, Who's going to read that? Nobody. Get him on Biggest Loser, dude. I want to see someone yell at him. Snap that whip. Nah, dude. Get him on My 600-Pound Life. You want him? Uh, but he's not there yet. He's losing weight. I think he's only lost like 80 pounds. Oh, really? Now. You don't think this guy's going to gain it enough back once he <laughs> stops riding to get on My 600-Pound Life? <laughs> true. Are you kidding me? This guy lost 80 pounds. He rode to Florida. If his wife loved him, wouldn't they get a tandem? <laughs> to help do some of the pedaling? No. Why would he? It's all downhill. That's true. wonder what he's doing in Florida. Think he stopped by Disney? <laughs> I'll tell you what. He's checking out the McDonald's down there, I'm sure. Uh, Andre up in Canada wanted... Uh, remember the episode where you suggested that the students at Oberlin College complaining about the food there be hit with a whip yeah uh he want he, he suggested every episode whip. we uh nominate who we've talked about gets the whip who do you think gets it for this episode for the, a lot of a, hatred that's a good uh i think i'm gonna have to crack the whip on uh <laughs> the whip. <laughs> Um, wait, let's go through all what we talked about. Jesus, you're getting good with that whip. The way I, you can I've make been it, working, man. You can make it sing. I've been going to a whip, a whip sensei. What's his name? Or her name? His name's uh, Phil. Phil. <laughs> Phil Whippet. Phil. <laughs> Phil Whipperson. Bull Whip Sensei. He is, he is a local Bull Whip Academy.
All right, save the sound effects for the actual whipping we're about to give somebody. And you can tell while I'm doing while the whipping's going on, you can commentate where where the whipping where it's going. The control okay. here. Well, uh, let's go back through the episode. Antonio Cromartie, his wife. <laughs> I'll whip that dead dick of his. I'll whip that. i whip that vasectomy doctor. Don't, I mean, this is just the first. Don't oh, no, okay, can't whip multiple people. Oh, no, you can if you want. Uh, can I? Let's okay. just go through the whole. Let's roster. go through. All right, I have him. Guy Fieri. <laughs> Fieri. Garrison. Garrison Kilor. That's quite, that might be a winner there. Garrison Kilor. Steve Seagal. Steven, man. The fat guy on the bike. Ooh. Uh, Tim Kennedy. I don't think he deserves the whip at all. No. He deserves the whip of the ISIS guy. He deserves the defense. Hey, I'm handing the whip over to Tim Kennedy this episode. He can do the whipping. Uh, I think I'm going to have to whip Garrison Keeler. Because <laughs> that fucking idiot. Fucking guy. We talked about Bill Cosby a little bit. So if you want to throw him in, would you whip? I mean, Cosby. Are you going to whip holes in the sweater? No, I would cut his dick off with a fucking... With the kitchen scissors. <laughs> so Gary Keeler, you're gonna get. I'm doing it old school right because now, Gary Keeler, we have him tied to the Danish and O'Neill whipping post. I'm whipping him old school. I'm just gonna strap him to a table and I'm gonna bend him across there. I'm gonna give him lashes across the back because he's an old school guy and he's got an old school radio. Are you gonna show. keep his glasses on? Uh, can I hand my glasses to my wife? While you got to keep the them on, Garrison, because if O'Neill is able oh. to whip the back of your neck and knock him off, it's, he gets one more whip. <laughs> oh, How many lashes do you give him? I give him one for every year Prairie Home Companion's been on there. <laughs> Holy shit. Is that like 40? <laughs> it's 40 lashes. Jesus. I could have gone one for every week. Can you do some show promotion to maybe spell Danish and O'Neill on his back or something? Yeah, absolutely. I, can, I'm, I mean, old Phil... Whipperson and his academy is teaching me how to write letters on people's skin. So, <laughs> all right, are you ready? Are you ready to give Garrison Keeler? <laughs> sure, boys, is there anything I can do to talk you out of this? Garrison, Man, uh, I, 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 I'm not in control. It's, it's, uh, this is O'Neill's segment. Gary, you earned this, my this friend. Is, this is O'Neill's segment. You earned this. I mean, this is just. I, this sort of street justice just doesn't, uh, this wouldn't take hold in Lake Wobegon, I'll tell you that. Gary, let's put it this way. Think of it as like somebody's birthday where you give them spankings. <laughs> you know, it's like, a, this is a congratulations <laughs> for a great job oh, on Prairie Home Companion. It's like uh, when Reverend Ham's kids have a birthday and I take them into a secret room and I pull their pants down and I spank their behinds with my tongue. <laughs> oh, you snuck one in on him while he was talking. Yeah, I, they, I can't stand this sort of filth talk coming out of Gary Keeler. You don't talk about Reverend Ham's kids like that. All right, are you ready? To, that's one. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm not sitting two for I'm going to give him one. Let me give him one huge one. Get it warmed up. Oh, man, that was a quick 40. That was a dud. That was a quick oh, he's 40. He's bleeding profusely. He's passed out oh, from the he's pain. Done. <laughs> so, in my whole life, I've done a lot of traveling. All I've ever seen is the end of a whip in a, <laughs> instead of a theater, a hotel room. You should see the blood is dripping down his back onto his tidy whities uh, that are... Uh, he just like crapped them, though. shit But that shit stain was there when we pulled his pants down before we ever started whipping them. Whoa, that was 41, <laughs> I'm waking him up. 
So, uh, what happened? Oh, no. Did, uh, I feel like I, something, something extra in my shorts. All right, get the fuck out of here, Gary. Go <laughs> enjoy right. your retirement. Uh, so now it's time for after hours. Uh, after <laughs> after the after, After the, the show, show now that the mics are off, we can really just, just talk, uh, talk just amongst cool, ourselves. Just cooling down. I do think, though, recording in this place has uh, has livened up the show. There's a nice bit. decor in here. Where my uh, the Spartan studio, the Spartan atmosphere feels can, like an insane asylum. <laughs> it feels like you're in prison. Yeah, it feels like they won't let you have nice things. Feels like we're on the set of Making a Murder. By the way, Making a Murder news. This is after the hour, though. This doesn't really count. Uh, Josh is listening. Probably no one else. Uh, good news if you watch Making a Murderer. Brendan Dassey, uh, who is <laughs> the handsome young yeah. man who was prison's put away. treating him well. He hasn't gained really any weight at all. He put on he put on a little bit of weight. Spoiler alert. Uh, his brother, remember if you've seen yeah, the, the show, brother, uh, the dickhead you, brother. If you haven't seen the show, you don't know what we're talking Wait, the about. The brother that the it's older a, brother that said it he said did his it. name. I don't remember which one. Okay, but uh, he's now trying. Remember on the show. If you don't want to hear any of this, you can. Either fast forward, stop. Spoiler, not- just say spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I mean, if you follow the news, <laughs> you know he's in jail. Uh, <laughs> so remember when Brandon Dassey called his mother and he thought uh, after uh, saying that he committed a murderer that he was concerned, he, I want to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. And she was like, yeah, that ain't happening. Well, no, she goes, we're taping it. Yeah, your father's ain't gonna taping it. see it. it. Yeah. Well, his brother is reaching out to WWE wrestlers and he uh, wants him to visit Brendan Dassey in prison. <laughs> isn't this the brother that said he did it Probably. too? And so you think this any guy of them are gonna go you know see what? him? He's just gonna he just wants to meet him himself. And so he's like, Go visit mention, my brother. I'll there's be- a chance this guy was involved. They're not gonna go see him. No. Not a fucking it's insanity. And they're just like they're loving the fact that the show is huge. This right is now. the problem. This I mean, is their 15 minutes. This and is, all, they're all trying. Yeah, to catch this it. is the biggest problem with. And I love that documentary. But the biggest problem is that the Avery's and the Dassies are really going to try to capitalize on that. Yeah. Shit. They, they're probably reaching out to Fietti, to Seagal. Like, oh, can we get a live nacho bar We're, uh, for Stephen Avery's new trial? <laughs> it's out by the salvage yard. <laughs> You got it. Cowabunga. Stephen Avery's money. Don't have a cow, man. Have a pig. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, well, yeah. Um, I do think, though, we should start going different locations. Locales. Where else? Where else? I mean, what are we going to start renting apartments? I think we should go like, like a creepy <laughs> porno shoot to a motel room. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be depressing as fuck. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know a guy named Fran Lilac who has a mansion. We gotta, we I gotta wear that T-shirt. I was gonna wear it the other day. You uh, might get like shot. Fran Lilac for mayor. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well. I mean, we did it. We did it when we were on the road. We did it from a hotel room, which was kind of a sterile atmosphere. Yeah, I mean, felt like my dick Steve was sterilized. Smelled in there. A lot of people say things smell. Uh, when I was on my trip to Israel, my mom was uh, constantly complaining, saying that I had an oversensitive nose because I was complaining about certain smells. But then I said that your nose is like uh, 20 times more sensitive than mine. Yeah. yeah. My mom claims she's lost her sense of smell. And I, it might be it, cocaine it happens, abuse. though. Oh, your mom was a coke? I, yeah, tons of coke. Wow. It's breaking news. Hey, this is this is the only this is the kind of news you get in the after. Yeah, the show. mics aren't on. I could say what I want. Uh well, they no. Yeah, you, you actually lose buds. your sense. Yeah, taste, taste buds, buds and sense of smell, um, which is oh, good. Which uh, makes sense if you're going to be shit. You your know pants who else didn't have point. a sense of smell? Who's that? Our Seattle buddies. Oh yeah, 
Both? No, no, no. one of them due to concussion. Head, head yeah. trauma. You know who else didn't have a sense of smell? Terrible open mic comic. Uh, what was his name? Let's not use full names. But you know yeah. what, Ari Shafir it. <laughs> his name was uh, I forget. I know his first name, but I won't uh, even say that. Yeah, yeah. Brian. Yeah. But uh, that guy smelled terrible because I think he had a huge coke problem. Yeah, he had a worse bo problem. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if he, uh, he might do comedy still. I don't know. No, there's no way, dude. You'd be shocked at who's still doing comedy. That's true. I saw a name the other day. Yes, it was a real blast from the past. Oh, I thought he was dead. You should, we, wait, did we talk about him in uh, Comedy Store Legends? I don't think we have. Put yet. it on the roster next week. We'll bring up a guy we thought would have been dead by now. Big but game, not, big not game, only, James. Not only is he still alive, but he's still doing comedy. He was at the comedy store. I think we've we've talked about him in snippets before about how he got his ass kicked by about fifteen different people yeah. in one fight. It was the fucking Rube Goldberg of violence. Yeah, he was just bopping around. From it was one, like one punch to the neck. He, f- he tumbled down some stairs, and then some guy punched him sideways. He fell over a table. Then John then Little, hit a chair, John Little then pulled a sandwich his hair. Board. John Little pulled his hair tight in one hair and fu- hand and fucking knuckled him. Yeah, <laughs> trying to just trying to bust him open. He was busted open, all right. Oh, he got busted open real good. By the way, that I didn't do the final push into the sandwich board. That was a dead man. The only the other neighbor. man involved is no longer here to say he was, whether you he did was or assassinated did not. in Las Vegas. We've uh, maybe it was I maybe I did it because I was trying to keep him quiet so that they wouldn't say that I pushed Micah James into the sandwich You're board. You're lucky this is after oh, the I show. Should, yeah, I shouldn't say his full name. Um. It, we've known quite a few people from the comedy store who've died. Pretty young. Yeah. Pretty crazy. <laughs> uh, Pretty well, crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Like yeah. we're not talking of like diseases. We're talking of like but like but weird circumstances. Shot. Overdose. Overdose. Is there anyone else? Or is that it? Probably suicide. Oh, Fat James had uh, he cancer. Ate himself to death. He did. <laughs> Look, you don't get that sort of weight, smoke cigarettes, everything without a death wish. He was in Windy City Heat. Yeah. One of our reviews said they heard us on the Big Three podcast for the first time. Well, welcome to the Danish and O'Neill podcast, my friend. This is after the show. And I think that after the show is over, hopefully this recorded. We're using a new uh, card here. You know, we never know until Sunday night. God, this would be, it'd be a big... It's not even be a talk big gut punch. It. Yeah, don't even talk about it like that. Be a big gut punch. <laughs> <laughs> don't, even, don't even, don't even kiss her. This has been episode twenty-seven of Danish and O'Neill. After the hours is o- after the show is over. This is now after the after the show. <laughs> all right, let's just end this. Uh, Give us a five-star rating, text review. You know what to do. We're at 166. We're looking to get to 200 by tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) By tomorrow at 10. And uh, tell your friends about it, man. Don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Tell your mom. So what if she hates it? She'll always listen to one episode. Look, it's lowbrow. I get it. Okay, We like farts. We whip people. Not every... There's enough highbrow out there, so why not slum it with some lowbrow? If you don't start telling people... We're going to find you guys one by one and guess what we're bringing? Yeah. We're bringing the whip. 
And I'll wh- O'Neal I'm wh- getting real good with it. O'Neal's going to wake you up with a fresh whipping. Yeah. If you see a man, if you're ever in Los Angeles, you see a man walking around and he's got a bull whip <laughs> attached to a holster. He's either looking for a tiger that escaped the <laughs> zoo or it's O'Neal. Or you just saw Ryan O'Neal. Thank you guys very much. We'll be back for episode 28. Let's get those ratings up and let's get the listenership up. Farty on. Later on.